What is up, everyone? And welcome back to episode 38 of the Nonstop Baseball Podcast. Wow, back. I like I almost I like stumbled a little bit in my brain because it's we took a week off. I, I know <laughs> it's weird. It's, uh, we don't know what to do anymore. I know. I was like, I've done this intro 37 times, uh, but uh couldn't quite do it today. But I am here as always. Yes, <laughs> joined by my co-host. Adam, Adam, as always, as always. (laughs) Yeah, um, I had to take over the we back duties. Um, Yeah. Yeah, Brian's not here. Yeah, as often we are not joined. (laughs) (laughs) Man, flashback. Remember all the way back to when I was a guest and then we decided that I was just going to be on here more often. Man, what would have happened if I had said (laughs) um yeah it would yeah (laughs) (laughs) who knows who knows um but yeah i'm glad to hear it sounds like you're doing well you're doing well yeah i'm doing good it's uh it's nice and cold out yeah oh my gosh i just uh drove back from fairfield fairfield the like bay area to salinas and it was just like the most beautiful driving weather because it was it's been raining a lot so all the hills were very green but then the lighting was really cool like you could see the light coming through the clouds and it was it was a beautiful drive love this cold weather um we're gonna talk a lot about the weather because baseball not much been happening (laughs) yeah well then i'd be mostly because not much is allowed to happen exactly it's uh yeah i mean it's it's full swing lockout um uh, which is to say, yeah, a whole lot of nothing happening. No, yeah, but we got a fun little show planned for you. I think we're going to have a lot of fun. And I think we got to start off with some exciting news, something that I have not told you yet, Adam. Yeah. Is that, um, well, maybe not the first one, but the first reported workplace disturbance uh, caused by our podcast oh, boy. has happened. Okay. Uh, loyal listener. And also my brother, Ethan. <laughs> uh, big fan of the chicken tenders bit. Last episode. <laughs> uh, and uh, I mean, I, I, it wasn't a bit that came from the heart. Yeah. Uh, he didn't. Well, he didn't say that anyone like he didn't get in trouble or anything, but he just said he was definitely at, in his office area and laughing out loud, <laughs> <laughs> which was fun to hear. And he didn't even see the promo. I got to show him the, the Instagram promo. Oh man. Which was very beautiful as well. Yeah. That was, it's a, it's a heart wrencher. Yeah. So if uh, you've had a similar experience, we'd love to hear about it. So you could hit us up at nonstop BB pod on Instagram or Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> For just about anything um but yeah do you have any place where you're wanting to where you're wanting to start with this thing um let me think yeah you know what we can talk about it i don't think the results have come out yet but let's talk uh, let's talk hall of fame all right um yeah a lot of the ballots are coming out for for hall of fame um you know, a lot of, a lot of names on the list, obviously a lot of new names, a lot of names that they're on their last year of, of eligibility. Um, I say a lot, it's like three. Um, but uh, obviously every year when ballots come out, 
it's always interesting to see who people vote for. Um, and it's also always interesting um, to see how terrible some of these voters are. Like, actually awful. Um, there was one ballot, they just didn't vote anybody. Just a blank ballot. Which uh, should, you know, that kind of thing, I think you should just have your voting rights revoked. Uh, at least for the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. But um, no, I, I think the question that I that I want to pose, and I don't know, you, uh, that link that I that I have in the thing shows everybody there are career stats. Who would you have voted for on this ballot? Oh, I actually haven't thought about this that much, but I'm okay. gonna just go down and I'll see and I'll I'll give the for sure people I'd vote for. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I'd I would vote for Kurt Schilling, even though he's an a-hole. Okay. <laughs> Barry Bonds, yes. Yeah, good. Roger Agreed. Clemens, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, gotta go down a little bit. I think, yeah, Manny Ramirez, yes. Okay, yeah. Um, let's see, let's keep going. A Rod, yes. Um, David Ortiz, yes. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> um, Tim Lincecum, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was so surprised that he was even on the ballot, but I mean, I guess he just has to be. Just because uh, it's his first year of eligibility and like he's won Cy Young's. So, well, Minnie you know. Minoso has already been voted in. I would vote for him. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think that's it. I think. Interesting. So, some, some differences, I think, to, to mine. Um, yeah. Bonds and Clements, I mean, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a feeling Clements will probably get in this year. Bonds, who knows? Yeah. Um, and I think that if, you know, I mean, historically, he's always been just really, really close to getting in and he keeps getting snubbed by, you know, uh, voters that sort of, you know, and maybe, maybe, uh, you know, reasonably enough, keep him off their ballots. Um, you know, there's a lot of voters who do not like anything of the steroid era. Um, and there is, you know, and people have their reasons, but I think that even before that he would have, he would have been a, voted for me um so who knows about bonds but clements yeah i think should absolutely uh, absolutely be an ortiz as well i would also go for for david ortiz um i'd love to see him be first ballot i think if he isn't i think he'll still he'll he'll be second or third yeah i think um, there'll be some some sticklers who are anti-dh hall of famers yeah i don't i think there's a chance he doesn't get in first ballot for sure yeah i think there's definitely a chance um, similar to, to Barry Bonds, you got, um, Sosa. How do you feel about Sammy Sosa? It's funny. I've heard some arguments. I don't, I don't know. Like, it's funny if I'm sticking to that one thing that I've heard an argument of, and I kind of was like, Oh, that's an interesting way to think about the hall of fame is if you're trying to tell the story of baseball with the hall of famers in it mm-hmm. and recounting the history. Mm-hmm. Sammy Sosa. He has to be there. He was a part of the most fun time, one of the most fun times in baseball history. Yep. Um, He has to be there. I I don't know. I still don't know. I don't know. It's just, it's just so weird when you get into that steroid era stuff. Yeah. I mean, it really is. It's it's not like someone right now taking steroids and then just being the, one of the few guys taking steroids and being way better than everyone it was just there's so much going around yeah it's weird yeah and and so is one i don't think we'll get in either 
Um, yeah, I think, I, yeah, I don't, I don't think so. So will, I think bonds will be very close. Um, Manny Ramirez. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that one. Um, the, the one on this list that I think uh, I would make the biggest case for is Mark Burley should absolutely be in. Mm-hmm. I absolutely think he's hall of famer. Um, and I, I don't, I don't, I have a feeling he won't. He'll, I think he'll just, he'll get like a couple votes and he'll remain on the ballot next year. But I have a feeling he's going to be one that like only a small percentage of the, of the voters uh, pick every year, which is a little yeah. bit unfortunate because the dude had a, a, a pretty unreal career. Yeah. I don't know. I think he's a hall of very good player for me. That's fair. Um, but no, that's totally oh fair. Oh my gosh. Looking at, <laughs> looking at some of these stats, just the way pitchers used to be used. Well, yeah. like Eric, he's had 2000, here's 2001 to 2005, 221 and a third innings pitch, 239 innings pitch, 230 innings pitch, 245 and a third inning pitch, mm-hmm. and then 236 and two thirds innings pitch. Yeah. Oh I mean, gosh. between which from 01 to 2014. So all seasons outside of his rookie year and his final year, he pitched over 200 innings. Yes. With a three eight one ERA over those. Uh, that's, well. that's why I think hall of fame for mm-hmm. me. I mean, that's 14 straight 200 plus inning years and none of them above a five ERA. So no bad years. Mm. And a handful of pretty good years. Yeah. Um, you know, nothing like absolutely, you know, dominant. You know, he didn't have, he didn't have, uh, he didn't have any like two point something ERA seasons. Um, you know, he didn't have those Tim Lincecum kind of years, right? You know, Lincecum, obviously a much shorter career, but, you know, Lincecum, a guy who pitched 225 innings in 2009 and had an ERA of 248. Um, you know, so Burley doesn't have those, but man, that kind of longevity is really impressive. Oh my God. No. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think he's still out on my ballot partially because he's already got, he's already got stuff in the hall of fame with what does he have? He has a, how many, he has like perfect game, no hitters. How many is it? I know he has a perfect, at least one perfect game, right? Um, I don't actually. And a couple of no hitters. Yes. I want to say he has, yeah. One perfect two no hitter. That sounds right. I know we'll have to we'll have to we'll have to check. Uh, but um, also crazy stat. I mean, I'll have to compare this to other pitchers and stuff. Yeah. But I've never really paid attention to the batter's face statistic. But in mm. 2004, he faced 1,016 batters, and I've just never seen it in the thousands. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of batters, baby. That's a lot of batters. He pitched in. Yeah, 35 games. Wow. Yeah. Four complete games. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, and also, like, worth – and this is another reason that I think I, I like Yearly, you know, so much for this. Dude started in 2000. I mean, he pitched right through the thick of the early 2000s. Oh. Um, you know, there's a lot of power going around at that time. You know, he faced some some serious batting talent um, and, and still was putting up – pretty good numbers yeah no doubt i mean um, a very good picture that should be remembered uh no yes. doubt yeah what about let's see let's see what are some other f- first year on the ballot kind of names obviously you said you would vote in a rod um i i think i would begrudgingly also vote him in as much as i don't like him mm-hmm. um i think he's 
you know, you know, similar to what you said, your part of your metric was right. You know, can you tell the story of, of baseball without that name? (laughs) Probably can't. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but also I think that that's kind of a weird metric sometimes because I also feel like I don't want to tell the story of baseball without Prince Fielder. Is he a hall of famer though? (laughs) Yeah. Um, as much as I like Prince Fielder, <laughs> I have a feeling he's not going to get many votes or any votes. Um, and I think of the ballots I've seen, I haven't seen anybody vote for Lincecum either. So, yeah, I think, yeah, well, no, yeah, I was just joking about Lincecum. No, I know. But, um... Yeah, yeah I, I know. He, he does. I don't think he has the longevity that a lot of people look for. And I think also the last couple of years, I think really stick out to people. Um, it's really hard to vote somebody into the hall of fame off of four years. Um, granted four unbelievable years. Um, I mean, back to back Cy Young's and then in the Cy Young conversation, the next two years as well. Um, and and putting up, I mean, absolutely stellar numbers, you know, uh, one of the best pitchers in baseball and one of the most fun pitchers to watch in baseball. Um, but to fall off the way that he did after that. It was a little hard to vote that in. Yeah, for sure. Um, but on Burley, I think, yeah, I for sure has one perfect game. And I don't know if it's one. No, I think it's two no-hitters besides that. Because I don't know if they count. I don't know. It's so weird. But, yeah, multiple perfect, uh, multiple games with zero hits allowed. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Uh, however you want to yeah, yeah however you want to yeah one it. of them being perfect uh yeah i don't know do you have anything funny. else with hall of fame um not really maybe i mean there's a couple other kind of names that stick out guys like tim hudson tory hunter bobby abreu got guys that are in their second or third year um yeah. on the ballot you know guys that got a little bit of votes last year um that may or may not get more votes this year yeah um, i've been hearing some scott Rowland noise too yeah are these, you know, I, I guess then what I would ask on guys like that is, are are those players that you think season better as more years go on in the Hall of Fame conversation? Um, you know, they're guys that didn't get a lot of votes their first or second year in. Are they are, are those guys that you think, yeah, they'll, they'll fall off the ballot? Or are they ones that you think that as their career ages in the minds of everybody that maybe, you know, their fifth or sixth year and they, people kind of look back and go, hey, you know what? They are Hall of Famers. I think, I don't know, perhaps with pitchers more than position players, partially. Though mm-hmm. I don't know, because I know we very much still value innings pitched and I and especially in this day and age of mm-hmm. baseball and with baseball being the way that it is when I look back on how many innings some starters were able to get yeah it really makes me think of how valuable they were you know um, right so I think for me personally I see pitchers kind of I'd be able to talk myself into pitchers a little bit more over time mm-hmm. um, and I think just overall and I'm sure a lot of listeners would agree with this i'm just a very uh i feel like a pretty easy hall of fame boat too i was like oh i like that guy <laughs> yeah, like, that guy's cool like tony hunter's made some cool catches man, man yeah, that guy's great <laughs> <laughs> so i don't yeah, know if i'm the yeah, best maybe. gauge but um but i don't know and, and it's just like it 
it's weird. It's not always just, it's not a meritocracy. It's based on what the class is that year too. Like if, right. If you've totally. got a bunch of surefire hall of famers, like, you know, Scott yeah. Rowland's not getting in with them. Cause they're like, I don't know, just, just weird psychological stuff of voters being like, I've already voted for so many guys. I don't want to vote for another, you know? Yeah. I mean, you get 10 votes. Um, you get to, you get to vote for 10 people and that's, you can vote for zero to 10, as many as you want. Um, you know, and yeah, some people definitely, you know, choose to, you know, vote for somebody one year and then not another. But yeah. Yeah. Um, but if we are moving on from Hall of Fame. Yeah, I think I would, I would like to share some thoughts and we'll, maybe we'll have a little vent, vent sesh right here. <laughs> All right. So I was preparing myself for the lockout i would hear like baseball writers talk and stuff like that and just be like yep. yeah they're very confident you know it, everything would get resolved before spring training so i was just like i'm not even really gonna worry about it also i was very busy in my credential and master's program so i didn't really want to worry about a lockout um but then the lockout started and then i it's just i don't know like the more i think about it the more that it's just like embarrassing that it ever it's even started, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> and like yeah. what some of the biggest news we've had in baseball this week was that the players and the owners representatives actually talked to each other for the first time since the lockout started. <sighs> That's embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I think it's, it's wild. Cause I think that if either camp just like quit being a baby about one or two things, it'd be over pretty fast. Yeah. It's I, like, I, you, yeah, I understand there's a lot of money involved. Obviously. Yeah. And you know, you want to stand up for what you believe in, but a lot of this is just like, grade school grudges you know yeah like, oh totally yeah exactly it's 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 insane i often am like on the side of the players and stuff like that and uh but it's just like and it's both sides it's just like we need to just actually try and talk and figure it out because we're like a multi-billion dollar industry we're and we're playing like Sometimes people simplify it too much, and I feel like it's kind of what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, I understand it is complicated. There's a lot of money, and negotiations will be difficult, and it's not going to happen immediately. But the fact that we're barely talking is just embarrassing. And uh, we've had years to try and talk and figure things out, and it's just, like, not even, you know, throwing out either ridiculous offers or just not even considering offers. Yeah. It's been, It's just... It's just embarrassing. It's just an entertainment industry. Let's just try and figure this out or just give me a way to watch KBO. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy because, yeah, you've got players who I think are, you know, arguing, arguing that, you know, the owners are stingy with money uh, or arguing, you know, that uh, the MLB as a whole is, is like killing baseball, you know, via a great many mistakes by uh, Mr. Manfred. Um, and, you know, while some of those may be valid, you know, then the owners are calling the players greedy for wanting more money, um, you know, as if that's not what they do. 
um yeah it's it's crazy i think that uh yeah it's it's a uh, it's bleak <laughs> it's just annoying you know? <laughs> yeah oh for sure and and really and i think the worst part about it all is that at the end of the day really the the people that get screwed the hardest by it are fans <laughs> who just want to watch baseball yeah um you know um at the end of the day, regardless of what the agreement is, owners still have a stupid amount of money. Players still get paid a ridiculous amount of money. Um, and, you know, baseball will, will move on more or less the same, you know, with probably some minor adjustments. But in the interim, it just kind of sucks for everybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's just tough. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I have any more to say on that. I don't know if you do. No. Okay, well, this is a not talked about before the show segment, but I think would be fun. Mm-hmm. We go through our little fan grass free agent thing, and yep. we'll, we give each other, we'll go one at a time, mm-hmm. giving each other a free agent who is yet signed. Okay. And then the other person just, just out of instinct, or maybe they've been thinking about it, says where they think they might be going. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. This is, this is, yeah, I don't know. We'll see how this goes. Or I'll give you a little hint of who I'm going to give you. Maybe you, think, <laughs> maybe you think this player might even just retire, too, at the end of the year. Oh. <laughs> but I don't, know if you, if, I don't know if you want to give me a name first or you would like if I gave you a name first. What would you? Uh, let me look through the list. Give me a name. Okay. Your name is Nelson Cruz. <laughs> oh. Hmm. I, I think... It's so, in, I think Nelson Cruz is so contingent on what they decide on as far as the CBA, right? If we get a universal DH, that extends his career. If we don't, I think he retires. Yeah, I mean, like I really, well could be. yeah, like I really think that like NL teams that need a DH, you know, granted that's not all NL teams, but you know, call it six teams that, that would, you know, suddenly be in the market for, you know, a designated hitter and, and yeah, he might sign another deal for one or two years. Um, but as it stands, who knows? Especially if these negotiations go into spring training and it's like, oh, I'm going to have to negotiate sign and then get warmed up for the season with the short spring training Yeah, at the age of 85 years old. um i could just see him being like like i made my money though as we mentioned a few times on this podcast he might be on the hunt for 500 uh home runs um but yeah i don't know he's just it's just interesting because and he also he he didn't have a good end of the year he had a really good start a typical nelson cruz start but you know didn't finish exactly too hot yeah that's yeah that's an interesting one hmm I can give you a, I guess I can do a, I can do a similar one. Oh, yeah. Uh, Andrew McCutcheon. Pittsburgh Pirates. No, <laughs> oh, hey, wow. That would fit. Wow. That would fit. <laughs> wow. That, I, a homecoming. I'm, yeah, maybe. I literally was just like, no matter what name he says, I'm going to say Pittsburgh Pirates. <laughs> That's good. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm just going to stick with it. He signs Pittsburgh Pirates cheap so he can get a ton of playing time. And then they could trade him midway through the year. 
Nice. Any kid. Yeah. So <laughs> that's funny. That went that, really well. That went that could have gone more well. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I mean, I, I could see that, honestly. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think McCutcheon obviously the, signed his, his couple of years with the Phillies and he's still doing okay. He's still he's 35 though. Mm-hmm. Um, but I could totally see him wanting to go back to Pittsburgh. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, that, that's great. <laughs> um, but I'm going to give you another name. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I feel like I talk about the same people a lot. So I'm going to talk about someone I haven't. Okay. Someone I don't talk about much. Who do I not talk about? Oh, you know what? Here we go. I'll give you the biggest name left. Carlos Correa. Huh. Yeah. Carlos Correa, huh? It's a it's that's, weird. It's such an interesting one. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I, it's it's really just up to who's willing to pay. Mm. Um. Oh, I hate my answer for this though. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't like my answer for this. I have a I have a sneaking suspicion that the Dodgers are willing to pay for it. Yeah. Dodgers sure. have already lost a couple huge names. I could see the Dodgers coming out of coming out of the uh, out of the lockout, and they're just swinging. Yeah, dude. Well, that's one thing we didn't mention about the lockout is it's gonna be a crazy time. Well, unless it somehow magically gets solved in the next few days. Yeah, <laughs> but if it's pushing up close to or in like the middle of when spring training is supposed to be oh yeah uh it's gonna be yeah free agency yeah it's gonna be oh my gosh we might have to do two episodes that week (laughs) (laughs) yeah it that'll be a wild one um yeah yeah that'll be that'll be crazy because everybody's gonna be trying to make deals and trying to sign uh, players um it's gonna be nuts But but yeah um, last update on Carlos Correa on MLB.com, December 1st, says that the Cubs and the Braves have checked in on Correa. Okay. Which is interesting. Yeah. Now, I mean, the Cubs are saying they're not trying to do a deep rebuild. They got Stroman, and if they could get Stroman and Correa as really solid veteran presence over the next, you know, five yeah. years as they start to build up, that's solid. And then Braves, that if they were to sign Correa, that I, to me, that means no Freddie, which makes me cry. Yeah. But also makes me think that that might report might just be, I don't know, a little bit of a negotiation lot. technique <laughs> for Freddie. Maybe. But it's like, just give Freddie the bag, you know? Yeah. Why not? That'd be interesting. So if he does go to the Cubs, um, what do you think Matt Duffy does? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, only- he's, an, he's an infielder. He's, that's a Cubs infielder who's, you know, who knows? He, he might he might go somewhere. The only podcast that's going to talk about Matt Duffy, Matt Duffy and Joe. <laughs> oh yeah. my gosh, that's funny. Um, what about Danny I don't know. Duffy? What about the other Duffy? <laughs> yeah, the Duffy, the Duffy <laughs> podcast. Um, here, wait. I need to look up something. But uh, no, yeah, I was looking the other day because I was thinking about the Cubs. Um, well, I was playing on be the show and they mm-hmm. have these, the finest cards, which is like the players from each team that had the best seasons for each team. And, uh-huh. and, uh, in more recent years, they give 
at least one player on every team a finest card. Okay. I will give you five tries to oh, guess oh who the Cubs' finest player was. <laughs> you don't have to take all five if you don't want. Uh, Chris Bryant. You know, they, this person ended the year with the Cubs. Oh, oh, this year. Oh, okay, this <laughs> yeah. year, this year. I was going to so, say, yeah. I thought it was like just like finest players like in general. Oh, no, the 2021 finest oh, oh, boy, was it Matt Duffy? No, it was not Matt Duffy. Oh, well, then what's the point? <laughs> if it wasn't Matt Duffy, then I don't care. <laughs> it was uh, Frank Schwindel. <laughs> <laughs> Which caused me, when I saw that, it caused me to look up the highest war of the Cubs players. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, as Patrick, well, of Chris wow. Bryant led the team, but of players that finished the year on the team, it was Patrick Wisdom and Frank Schwindle <laughs> leading huh. the pack. Man. Yeah. All right. That's so uh, big names. Yeah. The big Schwindle. Oh man. Yeah. I'm trying to, I'm looking through them, seeing if any other big, uh, any names stick out to me that I'm would be interested uh, to see where they go. Mm. Um, you know, obviously Joe panic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sure uh, very interested to see where he goes. Uh, <laughs> I'm really, I'm really interested to see who's going to DFA him three months. In oh, <laughs> Oh no! Just kidding. It hurts because it's true. <laughs> <laughs> I love Joe Panic. Oh man, yeah. I mean, great locker room guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right, you want to give me a name, so I can uh, give the wrong answer. It's so mean. <laughs> um. Man, let's see. Who else? Oh, you know what? Uh, in, in the spirit of Brian. Chris Bryant. Chris Bryant. Mm. Ooh, Chris Bryant. That's tough. That's tough. Well, I don't know because he didn't... I, I, like, when the Giants traded for him, it's like, okay, well, it's going to be back with the Giants, you know? Yeah. Um, but I just don't quite know anymore uh this oh that's who i was thinking of i mean the mariners possibly and the mariners are still Ooh. looking to make a move and he's a very flexible guy he kind of suits that mariners vibe that would be interesting um on mlb.com right now it's saying mariners phillies and uh, rockies have been connected to bryant yeah. i think it'd be hilarious if he went to the rockies that um, would be it'd be funny so i miss like I mentioned this before. I just love the aesthetic of watching Rockies baseball, particularly night games at Coors Field. Oh, it's great. It's a it gorgeous looks beautiful. Park. It looks beautiful. And I loved it when it was the heyday of Arenado, Chuck Nasty, uh, LeMayhew. So, Charlie Black. So yeah, good. So good. Um, and I, I, I just miss good players in Colorado. So I know Brian doesn't want him to go to Colorado. And I think I would rather have him in Seattle than Colorado, but yeah, I wouldn't mind him seeing him in Colorado and just dominating. I'd hope he'd just absolutely explode, but I'm going to say Seattle. That's where I'm going to, that's where. Yeah, I'm gonna... that's fair. That'd be interesting. I, I think that'd be uh 
it was certainly up their uh, fund differential even further. Oh yeah, big time. Um, but now that we're done with that game, here's our scheduled game, Noah's Trivia Time. Oh boy, we back to trivia. We back to trivia. So your first question. Yeah. True or false? Oh boy. Our, our birth years were 1997 and 1998. I mean, false. When was, wait, are you born 96? I am born 96. <laughs> Okay, uh, wait, let me do some research to alter this. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. I read this and I, I read this and I was like, that's not true. <laughs> that's hilarious. So, yeah, you got so, you, yeah. This question in theory just got easier. Okay. Right? So your task is to name as many of the, well, yeah, as many of the MVPs from 1996, 1997, and 1998 as you can. Oh, actually, I don't know if uh, I don't know if adding your birth year is helping out a lot. <laughs> man, so late 90s MVPs. Oh my gosh. I can maybe think of one. What the hell? Oh, maybe two. So that would have been, that's before Bonds' MVPs. So era before Bonds would have been, did Sosa win one in that chunk? Uh, Sammy Sammy Sosa won the 1998 National League MVP. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah, because I know it's like Bonds had the early 2000s and Bonds had the early 90s. Mm. There was a bunch of people in between that. Um, man, outside of that. Let me know when you would like a hint. Let me think. Ichiro didn't win one in the 90s. He was Did 2000s because he, he came in in what, a one or something. Um. Oh, dude, I got no idea. Another one of these players is an absolute face of baseball type player. Face of baseball in the 90s? Yeah. Very I mean, much so in the sense. 90s. Very much so in the 90s. Um, I thought it was earlier. Did Ken Griffey win one in the late 90s ken griffey jr won the 1997 al mvp oh man i would have put that at like 95 all right i'll take that yeah i'm assuming that's the face of baseball we're yeah, talking yeah, about that's, yeah <laughs> that's um, a, it's like i can't think of another 90s face of baseball that isn't bonds or griffey uh or well that also would have won an mvp um there's another uh recent with it, recent history, uh, uh-huh. inducted into the Hall of Fame. Oh. Uh, outfielder. Reason. Uh-huh. We are just, one of the teams we were recently talking about is where he played most of his baseball. Colorado? Yes, in Colorado, 1997. Colorado MVP. doesn't have any MVPs. That's a lie. That's not he was true. recently inducted in the Hall of Fame. No, okay. Um, right recently fielder. Inducted, recently inducted. Recently inducted. What the hell is his name? Left-handed batter. 
I have the biggest hint of them all if you'd like it or if you'd like to keep thinking. Uh, recently inducted into the Hall of Fame. Uh, yeah, what's your big hint? He wore a SpongeBob shirt. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay. Larry Walker. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, okay. Larry Walker. All right, I'm going to uh, Okay. I don't I'm think I, gonna... I don't think I can get any other ones. Yeah. I have no shot. I, I, I who? Yes. Okay. I'm going to well I'm not Giltahada or somebody? No, that was I think oh, oh, 03. Probably later. Um I'm not going to hang on to my pride here. Okay. Because I have no, I, I don't know. I can't think of this name. It doesn't ring a bell for me. And this person won the 1996 and the 1998 MVP award in the American League. It Whoa. is what? Juan, Juan Gonzalez. Juan Gonzalez. Do you recognize that name? No. I mean, it's, a, <laughs> it's about the most generic <laughs> Latin American name you can yeah. have. Outfielder for the Texas Rangers for most of his career. Uh huh. Um, wow. Yeah. I yeah. MVP. No chance. I would have guessed that. Yeah. Um. And then absolutely not. The other 1996 MVP was Ken Kamen Can <laughs> Kamenity. Shows you what we know. <laughs> uh, yeah. We were a uh, fun fact. I wasn't born yet. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, That's funny. Yeah, he was uh, he was a ball player back in the day. <laughs> hey, he played, he won, he won MVP. <laughs> oh yeah, he won MVP. Third baseman okay. of the uh, of the Padres at the time. Okay. Um. Yeah, but yeah. here's where here's wow. where it gets. Here's some robbery. Uh, we're talking about. Yeah. And Caminiti had a seven point six WAR, uh, ten twenty eight OPS, 40, okay. 40 bombs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Barry, Barry, Barry Bonds, fifth place in the NL MVP voting. Yeah. 9.7 war, 151 walks, 1076 OPS, 42 home runs. Just like. Yeah. If Bonds was unreal, though. Yeah. yeah he had, already, he had already won, like, what, four MVPs at that point? Also, this I mean, this is according to baseball reference. It says Juan Gonzalez had a 3.8 war. I mean, he had 47 home runs and a. Uh, like a OPS over a thousand. Maybe he was just horrible defensively, but I, I don't know. A Rod and Ken Griffey Jr. both had wars over nine, huh? And that's similar weird. OPS with really good defense for both of those guys, and didn't yeah. That's I don't know MVP voting. That's uh, crazy. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Yeah, Ken Griffey. That one makes that one makes sense. Um, at least makes more sense. Yeah. Okay, now we're on to question two okay. of three of oh, Noah's boy. trivia time. This one, I'm going to withhold on hints for a little longer, let you think. You okay. Always reach out. Yeah. Um, so, some history time. There oh, have boy. been two players yep. in the history of Major League Baseball uh -huh. to win the MVP and the Rookie of the Year in the same year. Okay, well, I know one. Yeah, two-part question. Who did it most recently? And for bonus points... Who was the first to do it? So I guess just name both of them if you can. Uh, well, I know Ichiro. Mm -hmm. 
Ichiro absolutely did. He did in 2001 or 2000 or 2001, um, whichever whichever year it was, which I would think is the most recent. Okay, you're going to lock that in as your most recent? Uh, let me think. Hold on. Dang it. Now, now I got to. This one's now tough. I gotta think. This one's tough because someone came very close to doing it recently, like very recently. Who could have done it more recently? If someone did it more recently, who would it have been? Is a people still argue that this person, that one person, should have done it more recently, but he didn't. Huh. Might have been another. Um. Yeah, I I would think that he's the most recent, right? I don't even know who the other one would be. All right, you are correct. Ichiro was the most recent. Okay. Yeah, that the makes one sense. That heavily, the one that is heavily argued that should have been more recent was the Aaron Judge. That was the 2017. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. Where uh, Jose Altuve won it. Yeah. Um, okay. That makes sense. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, Judge did win Rookie of the Year. I didn't even think. I didn't even, yeah, think about that. And uh, it's interesting. This next player, I think of him as a very solid player in the, the history of the Red Sox, but not quite MVP caliber. Okay. Um, solid defensive center fielder in the '70s is when he won this. A Red Sox player in the '70s. Yes. Cool uh no shot um i yeah i got no idea fred lynn okay uh-huh yeah totally yeah absolutely would have gotten that one that's funny i think that's just being a red sox fan it's like uh i think he's a more uh i recognizable no name. idea no clue i may have heard that name in passing a couple of times yeah he's like i mean when jackie well jackie bradley's back in boston now mm-hmm. but it was always like after a few years jack of jackie bradley jr really showing and do his thing in center field people were like okay maybe he's better at defensive outfielder than <laughs> <laughs> maybe he's good yeah hmm. but yeah that's last, interesting oh, also Random fact, Mark McGuire in 1996 had a 730 slugging. So, yikes. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's our last one. Uh, we've I've slandered this name earlier in this podcast, but now we will do a question in honor of him. In honor of Joe Panic, we're going to throw okay. it back to one of the years in honor of joe panic uh-huh <laughs> we're gonna throw it back to one of the years you won the world series 2014 but your question has nothing to do with joe panic or the 2014 giants oh well, so it's not really in the honor in that uh-huh okay uh, well yeah sure okay i was thinking <laughs> of, i was thinking of this question format which i'm about to get to and i was like what year should i do and i was like i should do a year joe panic won the world series <laughs> So your question is, in the 2014-15 free agent class, so yep. to be very clear, this is free agency before the 2015 season, who signed the biggest free agent deal? Um, 
I'll let you do this on your own for a little bit. I have the top five in front of me and we'll go through all the top five, but if you could get the biggest one, big props to you. I feel like I have, no, I feel like I, I know the biggest one. Okay. 2014. So seven years ago. So it would have been off a seven year deal. Didn't Scherzer sign his nationals deal? Oh my gosh, he gets it in five seconds. Ding, ding, ding. Scherzer, number one. Now, the, and now this is where I fall apart. Because I don't, I cannot imagine another another seven. Because that was the only like massive deal I can think of. Because Cabrera's deal was before that. Because his was a 10-year deal in like 2012 or something. So that's not it. Who else signed a, a major contract in 2014? A very influential left-handed pitcher. A very influential left-handed pitcher. A very good postseason performer. Um, oh man, what other pitchers signed in 2014 as a free agent? This left-handed pitcher, this was signed kind of right before the come-up of this team, kind of led the way. The come-up of this team? Uh, uh... Uh, did they go to a wait? Uh, did he win a World Series? He won a World Series with the team that he signed with. It was a six-year deal. Six-year deal. So he he would have ended last year. Yes. Left-hander won a World Series. With the team that he signed with. With the team that he signed with on a six-year deal. So I got to think of pitchers who didn't leave either. Um, so he's won a World Series within the last, you know. It's 10 uh, years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's actually won multiple World Series within the last 10 years. Not with oh. the same team, though. Two different teams. He's won two World Series within the last 10 years. Won three World Series I'm assuming- in 2007. I'm assuming that one of those World Series was before he got picked before free agency. Then, correct, because he didn't win two. He didn't win two on the team that he was on. No, he did not. He won one before. He actually won two before free agency, but only two within the last ten years. Hmm. We were comparing. Can I know? Mid- <laughs> can I know one of those World Series teams? Uh, well, yeah, I want to say this clue instead, and then we'll get to. We were comparing Marcus Stroman to possibly being similar to this pitcher, in the way that he signed, where he's. Uh, oh wait, in the way that he's as in the team signed, that he signed to, yeah, and being a sort of veteran pitcher while they're. Building oh, back up. so a veteran pitcher signed to the Cubs? Yes. 
Lester? Yes, John Lester. Wow. Okay. <laughs> he won two he won two World Series with Boston? Yes, 2007 and 2013. He was a rookie in 2007. Okay. That makes yeah. sense. Came back from having cancer pitched in the World Series. Mm. I was going to say, I was like, I feel like, yeah, because if he had won it, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it had to be his yeah, rookie year. I was like, that seems too long ago, but yeah. Interesting. Okay. okay. Now wow. the... <laughs> that was a long one to get to. Yeah. Jeez, we this. won't go quite as long. Yeah. I'll um, try to be quicker. Number three. Mm-hmm. This player, or do you want to do you want to take a stab at number three on your own? Just or just <laughs> any three through five. Um, who are some big splashes going into the 2015 season? Big splashes going into the 2015 season. Or if you if you'd like to just go straight to hints, that's always um, fun. Um, is one of these signings coming off of the Giants World Series? Yes. Okay, who did they re-sign coming immediately off of the World oh, Series? Wait, or okay. what? What you just? I, I'm I'm not going to say anything other than you asked if one of these players was coming off of the World Series roster. I'm not Cut. specifically that he signed back with the Giants. Right? Yeah. I'm. Right. Yeah. I'm saying like yeah. Was one of them? Yeah, coming off of that roster. Yeah. Um. Yes. Pablo left. Was his deal that big? Pablo Sandoval was number three. He signed a wait what five year ninety five million dollar deal. Was it that big with Boston? Boston Red Sox. Is it? It was ninety five. It was almost a twenty million AAV. Yes. I mean, I guess he was good. Um. Yeah. We. Great locker room guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, you know what? Unironically, a great locker room guy, though. <laughs> good, he actually uh, is. That's not a joke. <laughs> good postseason repertoire. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. But do you want to know what my clue was going to be for him? Oh, boy. Well, yeah. I had so many clues. What, One of that them. That he's bad now? No. <laughs> 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 uh, Oh, there's so many clues. Um, oh, of course. The first one that came to mind was that he got in trouble for being on Instagram during a game. Uh, <laughs> second, that he broke his belt buckle mid-swing. <laughs> Third, he was traded for an LCS MVP, Ahmed Rosario. Uh, so many. He gives panda hugs. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's a pinch hitter god. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man um wow that's uh yeah that makes sense wow that's a long time that feels so much more recent than it is yeah i did not realize it was 2014 that it was the red Sox, but that does make sense yeah so uh now number four. Oh boy <laughs> i'll give oh, you a hint oh boy. straight away okay um sure in 2015 yep this player Played left field, played the outfield for the first time in his career. Played left field, and it was not, it didn't go well. <laughs> for the first time? Wait, what? Yeah, he was a shortstop. Wait, and then he got traded. Or no. he got picked up in free agency. Yeah, and they're like, okay, yeah. We got and then it. they just threw him in the outfield. Yeah, he's like, you know, we can maybe play him third base or shortstop or something, but huh. let's put him in left field. <laughs> <laughs> 
who who went from oh man can i get one of the teams that he was on either the before team or after team um so do you want the most recent team he was on before he signed with the new team or maybe his like signature team um the most recent team he was on before his new team um uh man i don't know any team what okay. teams have you give me a team he's played for okay so the team short he, stuff. yeah so the team he played for before going into his free agency was the los angeles dodgers okay and he was a shortstop Yes. And then he got forced to play outfield. <laughs> uh huh. Right handed hitter. Um, dang. That's a tough one. After this experiment, he played first base pretty solidly for the first time in his career, but for a few years after. That's so. Wait. So he went from. I have no idea. He signed on the same day Pablo Sandoval did, which was Thanksgiving Day. Huh. And wow, cool. Signed to the same team. Oh. Uh Hanley? Hanley Ramirez. Four years, eighty-eight million dollars. Wow. Played yeah. left field and looked oh, real that's bad. So weird. I somehow erased that he was a shortstop before that. Yeah, I mean, for a long time, just before yeah. we were watching as much baseball as we are now. <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah, it's just I d- didn't watch him when he was a shortstop. But I was like, who played, like, left field? The Red yeah. Sox. Yeah, I yeah mean, that makes, yeah, weird. Yeah, no. Hanley Ramirez, huh. when he was a shortstop in Los Angeles... Okay. Uh, made a Clayton Kershaw would be perfect game a Clayton Kershaw no hitter because of an error. Yeah, what a what a loser. <laughs> okay, last one, number Clearly five, terrible. Kind of surprised me that he was top five, but okay. a solid player. He signed to your Toronto Blue Jays. Oh, to the Jays in 2015. Yes uh man who the heck signs to the jays in 2015 what a season um because the jays kind of were still not good um position player position player yes hmm 2015 2015 2015 toronto so 2015 toronto was still in Still Pilar, Batista, Donaldson. And they brought in this guy. Hmm. Is definitely, I think of him as a Blue Jay. Hmm. That's not when Donaldson came in, is it? No. When did Donaldson actually sign to the Jays? I actually don't remember. Yeah, I think he might have been a trade and then they extended him. Maybe. Because... Yeah, wasn't yeah, wasn't Donaldson 2015 his first year? I think that feels so. right. 
Yeah, but it's that's but it's not, not Donaldson. Five. Yeah. Um, this, I, I don't know then. This player's main position was Josh Donaldson's original position before he moved to third base. If oh. You know that. What the heck was Donaldson's? What Donaldson's original position before he moved to third base was popping a little squat behind the plate. Oh, Donaldson caught. I literally yeah. don't ever remember Donaldson catching. Did he catch it all in Oakland? Really? Yes. Wow. How much? Not a lot. Okay. I was going to say, I was like, I don't remember him catching ever. More as a prospect, you as a catcher. So a catcher, 2015 Toronto. He's Canadian. That, sure. They're all Canadian in my heart. <laughs> um, which means he would have played recently. It means he would have left somewhat recently. A catcher that left recently. We right. recently picked up Danny Jansen. Who did Danny Jansen replace? Uh, Russell Martin? Yes. There we go. Russell hey. Martin. We got the top five. Max Scherzer, John Lester, Pablo Sandoval. Hammer, oh, Scherzer Mary. was the only easy one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and Russell Martin. Wow. Who else signed into who was who were the other? Was there any other big ones in 2015? Oh, I don't no, know. It's just say. interesting. Yeah, whatever. All right. Who cares? Yeah, we'll just move on. We'll get back <laughs> to another time. Now it is time to unwind and talk about some Christmas wishes and New Year's resolutions. Ah, uh, yes. I will start off my Christmas wish um, that uh, baseball isn't locked out past January. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, sweet summer child. Um, <laughs> in for a disaster. Yeah, I have some other Christmas wishes, too. But if you would like to throw one or two in there. Um, I mean, my Christmas wish is uh, Toronto World Series. Um, oh, yeah. And I think they can do it. But, you know, it's just the, the, the pieces have to align. And they need to not be injured. But yeah, they've got the talent. Yeah, that's a good one, too. I guess I agree. I, I want a Red Sox World Series, too. Yeah, we, all, <laughs> we, all, we all want our team to win a World Series. Yeah, but uh, some uh, other ones, not as obvious. I want a pitch clock in the Universal DH. Um, Ooh. I liked the pitch clock when I went and saw the Modesto nuts. Nuts. Um, it just made things smooth. I think it's awesome. Uh, yeah. And Universal DH just gives some more jobs and makes the game more exciting too. Fair. Um, fair, fair. But yeah, and now, I mean, unless you have any other Christmas wishes. No. We, let's move on to Simple some New Year's, Year's resolutions. So this could be... Um, you know, things that you want to do as a baseball fan or yeah. maybe something that you think your team should do as a new year's resolution or a certain player. Um, yeah. What do you, what's your new year's resolution or resolutions? Uh, I, I, I don't really, I'm not going to speak for the Jays. Uh, I'm not their owner. Um, but uh, yeah, I think my new year's resolution is at least for baseball is pay more attention uh, to more teams, other guys. Um, I think you get caught up, like, you know, the big names on other teams. Yeah. Jake Cronenworth. Right. Yeah. The, <laughs> the Crone zone. Um, but there's a lot of other guys on those teams, you know, it's, it's not just their one or two superstars. Um, and, you know, I, I think that a lot of those guys obviously bring a ton of value. Like I've been watching the Jays, obviously, um, you know, go figure, but like guys like Lourdes Burial, who obviously like had a breakout, you know, another really good season this year, but like, he's been good for the last couple of years. Um, but he is an other guy to anybody who doesn't watch Jays games. Um, 
And there's a lot of guys like that on every team. Um, so yeah, I want to, I want to be more in tune with other teams, uh, the other guys on their teams that aren't superstars. Yeah. Do you have any names specifically in mind? No, because just... I haven't been paying attention to them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, other than like, I mean, other than like the, the ones that I've like picked out as players that I really like, you know, guys like your, like Pablo Lopez. I yeah. love Pablo Lopez. Um, now granted everybody on the Marlins is an other guy. Uh, <laughs> uh, sorry, except for Joe Panic, um, <laughs> who actually, I mean, he's pending free agent, who knows, yeah. but you know, but guys like that, like there, there are definitely players that I pick out that I really do like on other teams. Um, I just want to do it for more teams. Yeah, that's great. I love that. Um, yeah, I think that's one we could all, we could all take. Yeah. Uh, my, I got like two main ones, one's more general, one's more specific, uh, my general one is to just really watch full game, like try and watch more full games and like watch more mindfully yep. and just more focused, like it's been so busy. And then obviously with the podcast, sometimes I'm switching around a lot. Yeah. I think it's just like, take some time, you know, like at least once a week or once every two weeks to just like, I'm going to watch one game just fully and just focus on it and really just understand that I'm doing it to enjoy it and just paying attention to things and just get the full story of a single game. It's something that I would do a lot a few years ago with the Red Sox and the Mets in like 2015. I remember watching them a lot. Yeah. And it was just really fun. And it's really fun to, and like, you could just pay attention to the rest of the league in other ways too, uh, after the fact. So it's just something that I want to do a little bit more of, um, and just, you know, just watch to enjoy it. Fair, fair. Um, the other one is something I, I want to do is so get a list of starting pitchers and then see when they're pitching and make sure I watch a full start of theirs. And I have mm. a list so far. I might, I might add to it because with Red Sox pitchers in particular, like I remember when Rick Porcello was on the Red Sox and I'd watch his starts, I just yeah. really grew to appreciate him so much more, just like seeing every single pitch, you know? And then particularly with him, it felt like we're on the same wavelength a lot of times where I just like, it felt like I knew what he was going to throw and it was so satisfying to watch. And I just want to get that with more pitchers outside the Red Sox and like some of the great pitchers, particularly this list is a lot of like older pitchers who it's like, I want to see them when they still got it. Um, Yeah. here's, Here's my list. Number one, Max Scherzer. I mean, I've watched the Max Scherzer starts, but you know, want to make sure I do it even more. Jacob deGrom, obvious reasons. Shohei Otani, more obvious reasons. Uh, Adam Wainwright, just because dude's old, but been doing it. <laughs> and uh, love to see him keep going and see how he gets it done, just since it's like kind of own orthodox pitch to contact. And lastly, just because I want to see what all the hype's about. Give me Pablo Lopez. I'm going to watch a full Pablo Lopez start. Hey, he's, he's worth watching. He's got some real good stuff. Yeah, and uh, we, we we created a, a New Year's resolution for Brian. I don't know if you'd like to read it or if you'd like me to read it. Um, yeah, I think Brian's New Year's resolution um, should be, if it isn't already, um, show up to the podcast more, <laughs> please. We, we need yeah, to I mean, hear the Giants bullpen updates. Yeah, I need to hear more Giants updates. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, we didn't really talk about the Giants. I mean, we talked about some Barry Bonds, Hall of Fame, but yeah. But <laughs> that's it. Send us your Christmas wishes, your New Year's resolutions on Twitter and Instagram at nonstopbbpod. Maybe we'll discuss them on the pod or we'll put them on our Instagram story since our next podcast will be after New Year's and yes. after Christmas. Because we're gonna take, we're gonna do another week Two off. Week. Yeah, come back yep. on the third of January. Yeah, we'll yep. see you in 2021. Hopefully, we have some more lockout news other than oh, they've actually talked to each other for the first time. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, Ooh. They passed notes back and forth. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Um. But yeah, other than that, I've got nothing. I don't know if you have any closing remarks. No, nothing, nothing else. Just hoping that we get baseball. No, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, don't worry. I know we didn't really mention it on this podcast, but over this two-week span, we'll be doing intense research on the possible life or death of chicken tenders. Yep. Um, and we will get back to you with a full detailed report on January 3rd. Yes. Um, the only reason we didn't bring it up is much like the lockout. Uh, it's just no news yet. Yes. No news yet. We are all on the edge of our seats, but don't worry. We'll be back to you soon. Uh, peace and love and catch you next time.